Top of the morning to you, my brothers and sisters. This is our 15th episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. Thanks for joining us on this fine morning, afternoon, evening, or night as we continue discussing the game of life amidst the other games we love to play and watch. I am one of your hosts, the one and only Brazilian mountaineer, Lucas Ham. And also, to my right, the judge, jury, and executioner of fake news, Patrick Novacell. You're all right there, boy. Next to him is our resident renegade who can make you laugh in three words or less, Ronnie Johantis. Somebody's going to listen to the intro of this podcast and be like, oh no, that's for somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) Your accent. (laughs) It's going to be the first one they listen to. They're going to be like, nope. And back to Irish. And last but certainly not least, a man with music in his heart and Doctor Who on his brain, Mark Boucher. Hello, everybody this is your first time joining us i'm sorry and welcome if it's not me too it was nice knowing you welcome back. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man i don't know what happened i definitely went through like three different accents in that uh little intro let's jump right in guys uh welcome to the show it's great to have you with us on this 15th episode of the good morning guys we're going to start by giving a little shout out and today's shout-out is brought to you by our buddy on the Discord, Tim Pollan. Tim Pollan asked, who composed the GMG theme? It's really good. Some of you may oh. know the answers to this. It is not Liberace, and it is not Beethoven, his 20th symphony. It is... Will Ferrell. Exactly, Will <laughs> Ferrell himself. <laughs> no, uh, it's actually my older brother, Scott. He is going to be 42 this Wednesday. Uh, he yeah. has been a musician. Happy birthday, Scott. Happy birthday, Scott. Woo-hoo. Yeah, he's been a musician for, I mean, since he was probably 15 when he got his first guitar. And he can play pretty much anything. He can play guitar, bass, drums, ukulele, you name it, he'll play it. Um, and I had asked him early on, I was like, I was like hey, we're going to start a podcast. Can you throw some something together? And he threw it together for us uh, in like the the first his first take. I'm like, this is this is it, this is our thing. So yeah, my older brother Scott did it. So yeah, I'll send the uh, kind words to him. Thanks, Tim. For sure. Some have said that he. I think the intro sounds a little inspired by uh, Everything Is Awesome. I think the Lego Movie. But it I definitely sounds like it. If you have you put it in your head, yes, it does oh, yeah. sound like a little a little bit. Sure, for sure. Everything is awesome. Good morning, guys. I've never, I've never heard of that, but I thought when I heard it the very first time, I was like, kind of sounds like the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Like that's their whole, <laughs> Ooh, okay, that whole style. You know what I mean? I can see that. Well, wherever he got his inspiration, your brother Scott, Scotty Novacell, did a fine job. I love it. Wouldn't trade it for anything. Um, on the iTunes review side, we had a little bit of a weird week. At one point, two of our written reviews disappeared and then returned a day later. No idea why, but they're still there, so all's well. And then also... They were hiding. They they were hiding from us. They they didn't want you to burn down your house or your Tartarus bookshelf or your collection of Dragon Ball Z anime DVDs, VHS. I don't know. Uh, I don't have any of those. Fair <laughs> enough. Wire. Fake news. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> Hashtag fake news. Uh, but we did receive... 
another review this week, which officially is not Yay. up there. Woohoo! It's not officially up there, but I got picture proof that it was written and it was posted on iTunes. So someday it'll probably show up. But our, our friend on Twitter, Ash Ingram, over there in Scotland, she had this to say on uh, giving us five stars. Thank you, Ashley. And she said, Awesome Guys, Awesome Podcast was the title, or is the title. She said, I stumbled across this podcast a couple weeks ago, and I've been listening to these guys every day since then. They constantly have me laughing. The topics they discuss I always find interesting, and they're great with interacting with their listeners on Twitter. If you want to, if you want to feel something, I, it actually, <laughs> I took a picture of it because I can't access it, so <laughs> I can't actually finish the rest of it. But if you want to feel, if you want to feel <laughs> like something, you know, feel like having a good morning, <laughs> listen to If you want to feel dot, dot, dot. Dot. Listen, <laughs> listen. You'll feel something. <laughs> so we don't know what you'll feel, but you'll feel it. <laughs> you know what? This is this is what we encourage conversation. So if you want to find out the rest of her review, go find her on Twitter. She's one of our friends of the show, and uh, she'd love to talk to you. And I hope that she can remember what she wrote and tell us about it. Uh, if you do want to keep in contact with us, in addition to Discord or Twitter. You can write us on email, just a friendly reminder, thegoodmorningguys at gmail.com. And you can also call us. We will be waiting by the phone 13.5% of the time. All the other times, you can probably leave a message. Uh, 929-GMG-GUYS. You can find us there. And finally, to finish up our little bit of housekeeping, uh, happy Wright Brothers First Flight Anniversary Day today. On this day, nice. many, many years ago, the Wright brothers had their first flight there in Kitty Hawk, North Carolina. I don't know. Have you guys ever been there to Kitty Hawk? I have been there. I've never too. been to North Carolina, but I've been to North Kakalaki. Oh, Ooh, I knew that was coming. Nice. <laughs> Shout out to that North Kakalaki. How could I forget? I don't even want to call it North Carolina anymore. So, uh,. <laughs> An interesting North fact. Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. An interesting fact here in fact here in Brazil, they actually like to credit a man by the name of Santos Dumont, who is a Brazilian that lived in France, who some have said is the first to have an unassisted and sustained flight from the ground, or the first to fly in the modern sense before the Wright brothers supposedly, and so they what does argue that mean? what that means. So. Uh, it's really, I find it kind of complicated to explain. The way I was explained it and uh, find it a little easier to understand, they believe that the Wright, blother, the, Wright blothers, the Wright brothers flew kind of like angry birds fly, as in you kind of shoot them in a, a slingshot, they get a little assisted, and then they kind of like fall gracefully, and it looks like they're flying over a long period of time, but they're not really. Uh, and then mm -hmm. Santos Dumont actually had a flight that went from the ground into the air without extra assistance other than using an engine of some kind that got his uh, plane lifting off the ground. So, Gotcha. It's Now I'm a little confused, to be honest with you, because Ohio license plates, you can get one that says the birthplace of aviation. Ex Does that mean it's because the Wright brothers are from here, but the actual first flight took place? It's because there are disagreements as to where it actually is uh, that is correct there are disagreements on it what actually, flight actually is it originated on krypton uh, 
<laughs> I believe it's an old, old wooden ship. <laughs> yes, the Tartarus. Speaking of Krypton, I have something to say later on, but spoilers. <laughs> we have no what? idea what you're going to say. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for Mark talking. It's, it's, it's relevant to a certain person on this podcast. Fair enough. Watching or not watching a certain movie. Oh, okay. oh, no. oh, well, oh no. with that being said, I think that's a perfect segue. Who that is. I think we need to j- jump into what's new news. Ronnie, tell us something good, my friend. All right. I'm going to start off by saying I did not watch Superman. Ah, <sighs> big you. surprise. For the ninth time in a row, Ronnie has not watched Are Superman. Are we up to nine? Nine, You know what? You know what my parents used to say to me? Uh, you know, they said they're not mad at me. They're disappointed in me, which was worse. So I'm disappointed. Ronnie. Which one would you handle better? Being somebody being mad or somebody just being disappointed? It depends how much do I love them. <laughs> I'll just roll with the punches. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not watch Superman. Uh, what I did do, um, I I finished the story in Red Dead Redemption 2, which I did the week before. But this past week, I've been trying to go through and uh, basically do missions that I missed throughout the game. So it allows you to go back and complete the missions that were still previously open even after you beat the story which is pretty cool spoilers I was you thinking, get to do that as clint eastwood just so you know <laughs> oh yeah as clint eastwood <clears throat> just old, so you know old clint eastwood <laughs> yeah uh you get to do it as arthur morgan i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> so anyways uh I, I i got to a point where i was like okay i'm gonna go ahead and try the online out so <clears throat> excuse me i did actually go and uh, did the whole character create thing, went through a few of the first missions, um, and now I believe I'm to the point where I can just free roam and basically join up or do whatever I want to do. So I think I'm going to start uh, kind of going through that, seeing how that is. Uh, it does suck in the, at the beginning of the game for the people who have started it. Um, money is not easy to come by. It's rough. Like I mean, in the game when you would like loot somebody, uh, you know, you get like a dollar fifty to like I don't know, five dollars. Now it's like you either get no money or like ten cents. So the money is like extremely hard to come by hmm. when you first start the game. Hey Ronnie, guess so that what? A, you what? Uh, have gotten on to Red Dead Online. Do you know how I said that the uh, there was like a small window for you to log in and play, and you get fifteen I, gold bars? They, I did just get that actually. They have extended it. Oh, you got it. Awesome. Uh, well, our our good buddy Eric, or Bangleman, as a lot of people know him as, uh, tipped us off to the 15 gold bar event, so I definitely logged on to get that. So I'm not completely broke anymore. I'm just close to being completely broke. Uh, but other than that, this week, I did not do very much. I did take the day off today and was out Christmas shopping uh, most of the day, so I was able to get most of it done. I think the rest or the remaining gifts I need to buy are definitely coming from Amazon. So, Ronnie, while so, you were uh, Christmas shopping... Did you uh, have a temptation to mosey on over to the local saloon uh, because you've been playing Red Dead so much? And it's funny that, you know, this comes to mind. Derek Broughton had a question for us. He says, I know you guys have been playing a fair amount of Red Dead Redemption 2. So my question is this. After being immersed in this cowboy tale, has any of it trickled into real life? Like, has anyone bought a ranch or rode a horse into work, perhaps? Started smoking Marlboro Reds? (laughs) <laughs> do tell <laughs> those are all pretty extreme things <laughs> maybe just a little bit well, well a deer I mean, a deer did run into me the other day you know 
Did you skin it right there on the side of the street? What I've been doing, which really has caught on. I mean, earlier in the podcast, when you introduced me, I'm like, you're all right there, boy. That's I've really like taken that on. Because every time you like want to like get your horse back up to speed, you know, to calm him down. Arthur's always like, you're all right there, boy. It's okay, boy. <laughs> and so I've started to say that to my son. Oh, my so gosh. He just he, he gets hurt and like, you're all right there, boy. You're all right there, boy. <laughs> and he's, Clark's like, Dad, why are you talking like that? <laughs> he does give me some like furrowed brow look. <laughs> it is it is funny because the game's like, you know, if you know, if you're playing most nights, I mean, it does consume your thoughts. Like, so, you you know, you think about it randomly throughout the day. Like I was, uh, like I was driving, like I was on my way to work, basically sitting in traffic and I'm like passing on the highway, like some roadkill. And my first thought was, that's probably a poor pelt. (laughs) 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 So in the game, if you're not familiar with it, there's like poor, good and like perfect pelts. And that depends on how much you can sell them for. So it's just like, you know, and I just kind of laughed to myself, like, (laughs) <laughs> wish I could say that out loud to somebody who else has played the game, but um, no, it does. It, it does uh, kind of invade your life. I don't know about, you know, as far as uh, buying a ranch or starting to smoke cigarettes. <laughs> that's pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty, yeah, pretty extreme there, but I don't get that deep into character, I guess. Yeah, as long as I can have a, a cigarette or smoke a cigar and it improves my dead eye, now I'm not smoking. <laughs> Well, well, I haven't played any Red Dead Redemption 2, but I remember a year or two ago when I played Fallout 4 uh, for a while, I remember going to the grocery store, and when I was walking in, I saw a broken light to the left of the entrance on the ground, and I, it took everything within me not to walk up to it and kind of look inside to see if it had some some loot, like I wanted to loot the light inside, because it looked just like a, <laughs> a broken light that you would loot out of in Fallout 4, so uh, I've been there. Nice. Been there, Derek. So, uh, Derek had another question that I don't think we're going to be able to answer, but we can sure try. Rank your favorite World of Warcraft expansions from worst to best and explain why. That that one, because it's the yes. best. Oh, I was going to say they're all the worst because I have no idea what they mean. <laughs> <coughs> I, too, have never I have played, not played a single Warcraft. World of Warcraft game, so, you know. I can't help you there, unfortunately. Moving on. Fair enough. Uh, Patrick? Or no, sorry. I don't want to cut off Ronnie too early. We got into the Red Dead talk and the craziness. Uh, Ronnie, did you have anything else you wanted to share? I think he uh, has left the building. We can't hear him. Oh, no. Ronnie! Oh, no. Muted. First time that happened. Mm. Uh, I was going (laughs) to... My my comment... My comment actually was when you asked me if I'm good or not. I said all quiet on the Western Front, and now I realize it was literally you were quiet. literally all quiet on the Western Front. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that is all for me. All right, fair enough. Patrick, how about you, buddy? Well, uh, this past week, my brother Scott from Colorado, who has done the uh, the uh, intro to the podcast, he came in town uh, for a few days, so I was able to hang out with him. Uh, on Saturday, we actually had the entire family get together. Uh, we had a nice dinner, hung out for a little bit. Uh, so that was actually pretty nice. I only get to see uh, my brother Scott maybe once a year, 
if I'm lucky, twice a year. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, flights are flights aren't cheap, kind of thing. So uh, we don't, you know, see each other very often. But it's always cool when when he comes in and, and hangs out. Um, and then uh, on Friday night, we went uh, took our family out to this uh, holiday and lights. It is like one of those uh, light uh, Christmas light shows where you can drive through instead of walk through. Uh, so we actually drove through a local county park and and saw all the different lights that they had. And we have done that maybe, <clears throat> I, th- I would say the last four years we've done that, maybe five. Um, but this is the first time at the end of the holiday and lights, there is a, like a welcome center and they have a whole bunch of stuff going on in the welcome center. Uh, this is the first time we ever, we went early enough to where it wasn't packed and anything. So we saw, uh, Santa was there. There was like an Ebenezer Scrooge Muppet show. There was like professional carolers there. There was a little train set that, uh, you know, my son was enthralled with. So it was actually pretty fun to actually do that. Plus it was like 45, 50 degrees outside. So it was actually nice. pretty nice. Yeah. Heat I was wave. like, when we're, yeah, when we're driving through, you know, we had the windows down a little bit and the, you know, those seats were down in the van, so the kids were just running around in there, you know, going from side to side to see all the different lights that are on both sides of the van. So, yeah, that was pretty fun. Um, I like when we do that. The kids, uh, you know, they light up. They had uh, they get candy canes and everything. So then we, we make a big thing out of it. So that was pretty fun. Patrick, do your kids, uh, do they like Santa Claus? Like sitting on his lap, getting their picture taken and all that jazz? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if they have ever, like, you know, you see the kids that cry, uh, when they sit on Santa's lap. I don't think my kids have ever done that. I know my daughter, the first time that she sat on Santa's lap, she like looked at him like weird, like, who is this guy? But neither one of them have really cried. So, um, yeah, that as far as like liking Santa, um, yeah, they like Santa, but they, they don't fear him or they don't cry when they're sitting on, on his lap. So, um, yeah. Is that where you're asking for? Yeah. I was what just if- curious to see what your kids are like. Cause my kids have like an aversion to Santa. I think my son would probably cry if I forced him. My daughter would just be very uncomfortable. She sat on Santa's lap, I think like three years ago and hasn't, hasn't done that since. Uh, I remember it was the first and last time. And after she sat on his lap and then, uh, I was talking with her, I was like, so, what did you, uh, what'd you talk to Santa about? Cause she talked to him for like a good 30 seconds to a minute. And she wow. was, she pretty much was just like, uh, that's none of your business. That's between <laughs> me and Santa. I'm like, okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> oh, we, that's we, on a need to know basis. A, and I don't need to know. So <laughs> moving none on from your that. business, dad. <laughs> but since then, like she could care less. I mean, it, it doesn't help that I think my kids don't have any kind of like mystical, they don't believe in Santa and we've never like encouraged it. Uh, we tell them to kind of respect the kids that do believe in Santa. They've been talking about it a lot this year, being like, "Yeah, uh, these kids believe in Santa Claus." I'm like, "Just let them believe." It's you know, some people like to have fun with it and all that jazz, but uh, they don't really. They could do your care. Kids, they could care less. Do your kids get scared sitting on like any of the lap, like Easter Bunny lap, or you know, like I don't know, is that is that it? The Easter Bunny's not a deal here. Like other than yeah, there's no other laps. Uh, they they like to sit on my lap. They like to sit on my wife's lap. But yeah, they they just they don't. They're not a real big fan of strangers and just randomly walking up to them and being like, "Hey, what's up? Let's hang out." So it's not I a like big laps. turkey at Thanksgiving. They can sit on the lap of. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, the, the turkey thing. Sitting on a turkey lap. Uh, yeah. So we uh, so we did that, and then on Sunday. Um, we had a concert at our at our church. 
Uh, I don't know if you've heard of the of the singer Yancey. She's like a Christian kids rock kind of a uh, singer. I think she's she does like a, a solo. She does a lot of all all of her music is done um, in the background. There's no other live uh, music other than her and her guitar. Um, so that was kind of cool. She came in. She does, sung a lot of Christmas songs. Uh, she sang one non Christmas song, and then um, all the kids from. Uh, pre-k up through elementary school were able to get up there on stage with her and sing a few songs with her so that was kind of cool my daughter really loved that but my son man my son is one of those guys that one of those boys that you give him uh, an inch and he'll take yeah one of those guys he'll take uh, you give him an inch and he'll take a mile right so uh yeah he was he was wild and it was oh man but he was having a good old time it was kind of hard to keep him i mean when you're having like a bunch of four-year-olds up front in front of music that's really loud. How can you expect them to sit down and be quiet? It's almost impossible. So we weren't too mad about it. Uh, but he was. Re- uh, I thought that he was going to run on stage at one point, and my wife got up <laughs> from her seat and ran around to make sure that he you know, corralled him a little bit. So he stayed oh, that's, near the That's queue. a missed opportunity. That is a missed opportunity. Was, that would have been awesome. I was really you should have had your phone was... out to film it. <laughs> I did. I did have he my phone crowd out. Surfed. I was ready. I was absolutely ready for it. Crowd surfed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that was fun. Um, that's what happened in my weekend. The uh, on the gaming front, like uh, like Ronnie, ha- I uh, beat the Red Dead story, including the epilogue. So uh, that was a that was an awesome ride. Um, I'm still playing in the game, still exploring, and still doing all the other you know side missions, side things that uh, that continue the game. So right. I've been doing that. Um, played a little bit more Overwatch. I'm up to 55 loot boxes. So the Look goal out. is to get to 75 loot boxes by the end of the year. And once I get to 75, Eric Thompson is going to pitch in and buy my last 25 loot boxes to get to 100. Are you serious? Whoa. Yeah. Oh, so, snap. and he had said that that he was going to buy 20 the my the remaining loot boxes I don't get uh, by the end of the year. Because I did that hostas challenge, and you know, I, I had to follow his certain rules or whatever. Um, was till the end, I couldn't drink anything. I had to do certain things. So, um, so he's gonna buy the last twenty five, and then once I get to one hundred, you know, I'm, hopefully, I would say maybe December thirty first, January first, around there, I'm gonna stream it, unbox them, and then after every loot box, I'm gonna tell a dad joke. Yeah, you are. That's what I like to <laughs> nice. hear. I look forward and to it's that. Not gonna, and it's not going to be any normal dad joke. These are going to be themed dad jokes that I have already all set. And it's going to be fantastic. Some of these dad jokes you've never even heard. So these are going to be 100 of them. 100 dad jokes you've never heard. Oh, that so sounds like a challenge. I don't know if that's possible. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Yeah. Challenge accepted. <laughs> that's right. Cool, uh, yeah, and then uh, I got another uh, blackout win with Eric from Bingo Man 09. Look at And uh, that's about it. That's all for me. All right. How about Mark? you, Marky Mark? The the week itself was kind of kind of status quo, but um, this weekend, um, my wife and I went to go see uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse. Oh no way! Uh, nice. Yeah, it was awesome. Nice. I, I would recommend it to anybody. Um, the animation is phenomenal. 
Um, the story is is great. Um, all the all the voice acting is is awesome. There's all sorts of um, subtle nods to different um, you know Spider-Man things, uh, you know the Spider-Man mythos and all that kind of stuff. And um, they just did a great job with it. And I, it's and it's hilarious. It's funny. Um, so I, I definitely recommend that uh, that you go out and see it if you're a Spider-Man fan or. If you're a casual Marvel fan, or if you got kids that um, that enjoy Spider-Man and superheroes, I definitely recommend you you go see it. Um, and uh, it is um, it is definitely a Marvel movie, so stick around to the very end. How was that. the dynamic between Peter Parker and Miles Morales in this, in this movie? Um, he basically was. Um, was the the mentor to Miles as much as possible? Um, obviously, they had plenty of their 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 funny moments. I, I can't really say too much without giving the story away, um, but um, you know, a lot of it was was very funny, and not just the relationship between Peter and Miles, but but also the other Spider people, whatever you'd like to call it, Spider Men, Spider People, because there's there's a, a female as well, not just men. Um, they, they called her spider woman in this storyline, but, um, they actually, for a while she, she was known as spider Gwen, but they recently changed her name to ghost spider, um, Mm. which I actually like a lot better than spider Gwen, but they called her spider woman in this movie. But anyway, so yeah, they had, they had her, they had, um, Spider-Man noir, which is, he's voiced by Nicolas Cage. Which is amazing. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. <laughs> Nick Cage, back uh, at it. <laughs> He's gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Um <laughs> Wait, so Spider Man Noir is stealing the Dirk Declaration of Independence? Yes, mm. absolutely. That is the storyline of the movie. Oh, National Treasure Hybrid. Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, but uh yeah, the voice acting in it was was awesome um the dynamic between all the characters was great um so yeah definitely go out go out and see it for sure cool um so my wife and i enjoyed that and um that night we actually went to um so my wife's side of the family she does they do every year uh what they like to call trimetry and and it's basically just an event where where all the family gets together at her grandparents house and they bake all sorts of food, um, you know, yeah, actual finger foods and stuff and, and like uh, all sorts of desserts like fudge and cookies and all that kind of stuff. And everybody brings food um, and we have just enjoy time together. And then we uh, we try to, to help decorate their Christmas tree that they have in the front um, the front area of their house. Um, is kind of a, you know, a family bonding time. Um, and also we're kind of sort of helping put their decorations up, but that's okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun time. Very much enjoy it every time we're there. Um, and we also, uh, put our names in, in the hat, uh, for Secret Santa because our, our, our family does Secret Santa every year. Um, so we get to, got to take part in that, which is awesome. Um, the drive back home was not so fun because we got stuck in a detour 
and the detour went forever. Like it added an extra probably like 30, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Because we got so, so confused by the detour. Um, so we didn't get home till like 11 o'clock, which was kind of crazy. Um, because they live in North Kakalaki, which is about, <laughs> which is about, they live about an hour and a half, uh, from us. So added an extra half an hour to that. Um, but, uh, but no, it was a great time. And then, uh, Sunday night was, uh, dinner with the fam, with, with Kristen's family. And after not playing for a month, we jumped back into some exploding kittens. Boom. Which is awesome. <laughs> Them vomiting kittens. Vomiting, vomiting cats. cats. Yep. At it again. <laughs> um, and so that's pretty much, pretty much it for me. Um. On the gaming front, obviously, I think I mentioned it last week that I beat Spider-Man. I want to say I did. Um, but, yeah, beat Spider-Man. So now I have moved on, jumped on the God of War train. Boy. Um, and I've, yeah, boy. Uh, head. Um, uh, yeah, I've been very much enjoying that. Um, I have no idea how far I am into the story. Um but I've been playing for quite a while. Um, but I am I am loving the game. I'm very much enjoying the story. Um, and could you could you try to say what mission you're on without giving away spoilers? Like change the names. Uh, the one person did the stupid thing, and they got taken to the very bad place. Does that make sense? Oh, okay. You're about two thirds of the way through. That sounds good. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> that, that bad place, man. Let me tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, th- and that was so stupid. What that stupid person did. S- Absolutely. So stupid. But it's part of the drama. It's good times. This is true. This is true. Um, but yeah, and I actually did something I haven't done in a very long time. I stayed up pretty late last night <laughs> playing God of War, and I paid for it this morning. So I've been been kind of tired but in any case that is that is pretty much my week at a glance so lucas how was your week sir yes sir uh my week's been pretty good uh my family has officially started their vacation as of today and i have been joining in on the fun uh i saw photos yes so uh starting with last week um we finished out the week my kids actually uh, they started their vacation on Friday, so I hung out with them on Friday, and then my wife came home Friday afternoon and just took a big sigh of relief after all her fin- all her grading and finals were finished, and we started a little bit of a Marvel challenge, and uh, leading up to Infinity War Part Two in April, the next twenty weeks, nineteen weeks, we're going to be watching. All the Marvel movies. I know a lot of people did it. I think Pat was one of them. Uh, did it last year, leading up to Infinity War Part. Well, Infinity War, and I, ca- I yeah. guess I called it Infinity War Part Two. It's actually Endgame. Oops. Um, but leading up to Avengers Endgame, we're going to be watching all twenty. I think nineteen or twenty Marvel movies. Uh, and so far, we've watched on Friday. We watched Iron Man, and then tonight we actually watched Incredible Hulk. And I will say one of these movies held up pretty well, and the other movie 
did not hold up very well. Can you guys guess which one held up really well? <clears throat> Iron Man. I was going to guess the Incredible Hulk did not. Yeah. I, you, we've just we've we've had a number of movies with Mark Ruffalo, and I just have to say that now that I've experienced Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner and the more current animated Hulk, uh, the animated Hulk, and in the Incredible Hulk, and Edward Norton's character is super bland and it's super weird, and uh, so I can't say that. Actually, this is probably the third time I've watched the movie. And this is probably the least I've liked it watching it this third time after watching all the, the Marvel movies now and kind of they've just gotten a really good flow, especially in phase three um, with, you know, Infinity War. And then before that with uh, Spider-Man Homecoming and uh, all the others that have that have gone around that time. Uh, Incredible Hulk was just really the jokes kind of fell flat. I, it kind of felt like they took themselves a little too seriously. And like I said, Edward Norton had no personality. And he actually didn't really even do anything scientist-like. Like he relied on another scientist in the movie to help him with his problem. He wanted to get a cure for his Incredible Hulk disease. Um, the only thing I think he did as a scientist was he fixed some kind of circuit in a factory so that they could keep running soda pops through a factory machine, and that was about it. Um, Iron Man, on the other hand, Robert Downey Jr. is so funny. Uh, he's just, his, his humor has not changed over all these movies. It's gotten better, I think with age, but it's still his, even an Iron Man one, his humor was good. I will say there were, there were a number of times that I just, I realized that what he did in the movie would put him in the hospital immediately, like shattering all the bones in his body. Like when he escapes from his desert prison in the middle East and he lands in the sand in his original Iron Man suit, like he lands in the sand like it's water, and he's like up to his neck in sand. In real life, that would have just broken his body into a million pieces, and he would have died, and that would have been the end of Iron Man. But he didn't. Yeah, well, it's a it's a comic book movie, so just it is. But go with it, it just feels like they've gotten a lot better at kind of covering up the the not real things. Like it just, I don't know, for whatever reason, watching this first one, it just, it just felt it. I could feel it more like, man, he should have died right there. <laughs> or I don't know. They should have gone to the hospital immediately, but he just walks away from it. And that, like you said, it is comic book movies, but it was just weird. I hadn't watched the movie in a long time. So it just hit me. I was watching, but overall it's really cool to kind of get to go back and watch the movies. I will say that these first two movies are on DVD. And after watching Lots of Blu-ray movies since the last time I watched these movies. I definitely need to upgrade my movies to Blu-ray so that they're a little more visually appealing, as it were. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Other than doing that, uh, today we went to the beach. Uh, it was a beautiful day-to-day, 90s. Uh, I definitely got a very nice sunburn uh, for those that can see it in the video. Uh, those that can't mm, see the video, lobster. I have a lop- I have lobster shoulders, and uh, I sent a picture to my boys today just to show them how uh, December is here in Brazil, and they were some of them were not happy. They had choice uh, gestures to throw my way of love, <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just stop. We'll just we'll not give any more details of that. But uh, it was a nice. It was just a day trip. The beach is about an hour and a half from us, so we just drove out to the beach and hung out uh, part of the morning, most of the afternoon. Um, and we, I taught my kids how to body surf. That was really fun. And then my kids proceeded to have a sand fight, and nobody 
cried. They actually had fun throwing sand at each other. And, you know, sometimes you just can predict when your kids are going to do something stupid and one of them's going to end up crying. But they didn't. They survived, and I got it all on film. I didn't stop them from throwing sand at each other's faces. It was good fun. Um, you were just hoping something wrong was going to happen with you taking a video. There's definitely video <laughs> proof of Mindy and I taking bets on who was going to cry first. So <laughs> I can't say that I was hoping that someone would cry, but I definitely expected it to happen. Uh, on the gaming front, I finished God of War this morning, and it was glorious. Uh, that game has hopped good. all the good way to the me. top. It is my game of the year for sure. I know last week we declared our games of the year, but this one snuck in 20 days, 15 days before the end of the year. Um, I'll, I'll admit, a few weeks ago when I jumped into it after Spider-Man, it was a bit of a shock to the system. The pace was a lot different. I needed my webs when I started as Kratos, and I really needed to find some way to kind of bring the bad guys to me. Uh, eventually some gameplay things happen and you're able to kind of get faster and do some different things. And, uh, the atmosphere was definitely different, but overall I just, I loved it. It was awesome. I love mythology. Um, and I didn't know very much about Norse mythology before playing this. And it was really cool. And, and the father and son dynamic as, uh, Patrick, I think mentioned last week. And I think we talked a little bit about last week, that part of the story and just everything around that was nice. It was really fun. So with that, uh, we have a lot to talk about, boys, because we have a new format in the show this week. Um, we decided some time ago that every episode that ends in five is going to be a potpourri topic show where all four of us bring a topic and we discuss it for a portion of the time and kind of do like a round robin talking about random things, kind of whatever comes to mind, comes to heart that we want to talk about. Uh, so we're going to jump into that. Sound good? Right to get us warmed up with our topics today. Before we jump in, uh, Sheldor wanted to know: Was there any time you guys were nervous starting the podcast, either being recorded or having to open up to answer very personal questions? <clears throat> Tell us about it, Patrick. Has this podcast ever made you nervous? Um, no, not necessarily. Like talking and being asked questions. I think it was more of like the technical side that made me nervous. Uh, trying to figure out how to edit the podcast. Uh, that was my uh, piece of anxiety for me because um, I've never done anything like this before. So I was just learning on the fly. I mean, if you go back to the, our, our early episodes, I mean, you can hear the audios like all over the place. Some are quiet, some are loud, you know. Um, the audio for all of some, some of our mics uh, just didn't sound right. You know, hear a lot of echo and everything. Uh, so, um Doing the editing was, I think, the the biggest, uh, you know, nerve-wracking thing for me. Um, I mean, I, I can talk to people, so I, that's no problem. I can answer questions, no problem. I mean, I really have nothing to hide. So, I mean, if you want to go back to the confessions episode, I really have nothing to hide. Uh, so, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and if that didn't make you nervous with all your Pop-Tart confessions, I don't know what else would make you nervous. <laughs> yeah. I'm an open book, so yeah, no problem here. How about you, Mark yeah. or Ronnie? 
I looked at Ronnie, but said Mark. <clears throat> it looks like you're looking at all of us on this computer. Spoilers. No, I think for me, I think the the I think the part that did make me nervous because I, I was a little nervous when we first started is, um, I think most of us were getting into something completely new that we didn't know how it would turn out, and um, you know you don't know you know what you can say, you know how it's going to be, and I think you can pick that up. You know if you go back and listen to the first couple of episodes, you, I think you'll find us um, and the podcast in general was just more you know we were more conservative as individuals. Um, you know, maybe not saying as much or things that we would say. I think it's just, you know, getting into something completely unknown. That's what made me a little bit nervous. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think that was the biggest thing is kind of taking the, the first leap, um, you know, of, of, of doing the first episode just because we didn't really know what to expect. Um, and, and you know, we didn't know how to do it at all. <laughs> so it was kind of like a trial and, trial and error kind of thing. Um so I guess that was the only part I was really sort of nervous. After we kind of got our footing and, and really found our format, um, you know, it's it hasn't, it's gone just fine. Um, so I think that nervousness has kind of gone away. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I kind of see this time as, you know, us kind of, like I've talked about before, gathering around our water cooler, the watering hole, just talking together, hanging out, uh, talking about our lives, sharing our stories. Um I will say that after last week, though, I get nervous every time I sit on this couch because I think a cockroach is going to come my way. <laughs> Gross. Part of me wants it to happen because I want to see the look on Ronnie's face because he's told me he's confessed in, in confidence. That, <laughs> that actually makes me nervous It makes well, him very nervous. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> uh, another random quick question to answer from our buddy Arctic Warlocks. Um, I'm just getting home from work. Which side of the garage do you park on and why? Uh, I have two single car garages, so I park in the outdoor one and then the van goes on the indoor. So I don't know if that's, uh, that's because our kids, you know, when we're getting them buckled in and everything, we don't have to go outside and experience the elements of the weather. So yeah, that's how we, that's how we do it. We only, we don't have a two car garage. I think most of us too probably would, uh, you know, give up the better spot to our spouse or significant other. I mean, <laughs> we're all guys here. It seems like the chivalrous thing to do, right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah, of course. Every time. Right, Melanie, if you're listening. Yeah. Right. I would. I would. I would probably say the same <laughs> thing if I actually had a garage. I mean, on my part, I, do, I, do I only I only have one car. We only have one car, so I do the chivalrous thing, and I let them take the car, and then I walk and take public transit everywhere I go. So for us, uh, when it comes to parking in the garage, we park that baby right down the middle so that my kids don't hit the side of the garage with the car door or, you know, stuff like that. So I just I'm a I'm a moderate kind of person, right down the middle, no extremes. Yeah, because when those kids open those doors. I mean, they open it with like reckless abandon. Oh, they don't man. care if they're going to hit, you know, just those are going to be dings in those and let doors me, for sure. Let me tell you, parking parking areas here are at least a quarter of the size of parking areas in the U.S. So like when you park a car, I, every single time I'm like, kids, open the doors slowly, please. And I'm always watching them because there's some people here that they just open their doors. Like I think just earlier today we when we went to the beach, 
some lady just opened her door and just bumped our car. And my wife's like looking at her like, are you serious? You're not going to say anything? Just bump our car? And then she just walked off. We're like, all right. I looked. There was no mark. So no blood, no foul. But What kind of cars do you have in Brazil? Are they, like, are they different? Or do you get like... Um like a lot of uh, like foreign cars or do you have like a lot of Americanized, yeah. you know, there like- are so many cars that I still cannot pronounce. Like we have a lot of, I mean, of course we have the typical ones. We have Chevy. I mean, we do have Chevys. We don't have any Fords, but we have, uh, a lot of, uh, Japanese, uh, we have Chinese cars, a company called Jack's. Um, we huh. have French like Renault and are those like, like Ringling brothers style cars. Like, do they, oh yeah, they're like, like super small, so, and then like twenty so people just jump those out. Parking spots. <clears throat> oh yeah, like those little Shriner cars. Uh-huh. When you see a when you see a full size pickup truck, it's like it's huge. It looks like a giant is driving down the street. It's crazy. Uh, most of the cars are a lot smaller here than they are in the U.S. for sure. So with that, Eric Thompson wanted to know, how do we get back on the right track? Boy, I could be more confused. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had to finally read an Eric Thompson question. He every time we post about questions, he asks the most off the wall questions. God bless him and his weird questions. I just had to read that one. So Eric, we don't really know how to get right back on track. Sometimes, sometimes we don't. Sometimes we just make it up as we it's, go. Sometimes it's perfect off the rails. <laughs> yeah, this is an off the rails podcast. Uh, that is correct. <laughs> Uh, the final, the final random question, just to warm us up for our topic, and then we'll hop over to. I think we're gonna hop over to R- Ronnie first. Uh, so Ronnie, be ready. Get ready, R- R- Ronnie. Uh, super listener Chad <laughs> at Chad Fackler one. He wanted to know. So, you have the day to yourself. No wife, family, kids, or chores. Just you and some gaming. What is your go-to, unhealthy or not, junk food of choice? Mine is either crunchy, fiery, hot Cheetos. Or taco, or taco flavored Doritos. Ready? Wait, go. is that yours or his? Oh, sorry, I was reading his. Chad's are fiery hot Cheetos and taco flavored Doritos. I'm gonna go first because mine's easy. I do not have a. Wait. Uh, well, I don't know if this is connect. If he's connecting to gaming, if I'm gaming, I don't have a snack because I don't like to get, I don't like to get food particles on my controllers. But if I'm just looking to get some junk food and just snack a little bit. My go-to is this good old-fashioned nacho cheese Doritos. So, Patrick, go. Well, for me, I do the his flaming hot Cheetos are straight to my heart because I do flaming hot pretty much anything. You steal and his flaming hot do... Cheetos? That's not cool, man. You need to get your own bag of flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> yeah, I, I go to his house. I'm like, hey, can I borrow some? Because I'm, I'm about to game. I know you don't live near <laughs> me. How do you how do you borrow food? Yeah. Well, no, please don't explain how you borrow food. That's going to lead to like a fallout. <laughs> another fallout discussion. We don't need that. Yeah. Some kind uh, of theft arrest. <laughs> no, but I uh, I do the flaming hot funyuns. And that's what I, and I I do not care about getting my controllers all grungy and gross. You are disgusting. Because I have two con- good sir. I have disgusting. two controllers. I have my controller, which I don't care. And then I have like a guest controller. And the guest controller is really, really nice because it has the married to the games decal on it. Ooh, look out. So Fancy. when people come over, they're like, oh man, I get nice. the nice controller. Yes. But your controller is just like this grungy, <laughs> yeah. like it's like orange from oh, Cheetos. Like so and stuff. Gross. If I if I had my <laughs> controller right here, oh here it is. 
So Please you can, don't. I don't know if you can see. It's kind of like it's like black. It's a. That's not camo. <laughs> it's actually a different that's color. That's not camo controller. That's like. Is that supposed no, to be a, a white controller? That's a silver controller, and then there's all my grossness on it. Oh, yep. mm-hmm. this is dude. my controller. Why? Mm-hmm. It looks like you've never washed that, your hands before. It's nasty. No, I don't. I don't wash my hands. I mean, my the the right side of my jeans. You know that that's where all the stuff goes. <laughs> looks like it all goes on the controller. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a Cheeto on here. All right. Ronnie, how about you? You I got a junk food of choice? Yeah, I I think I like any kind of Cheetos. Like that is like the perfect like snack for gaming. Although it does turn the controller orange. See, I refuse to put my hand back on my controller before I've licked my my finger clean, which is also probably equally as gross because I broke my <laughs> controller. But I refuse to have an orange controller. I would rather eat the germs than have a, a bad uh, a bad orange controller. Mark, please. We all have to make our choices in life. Mark, please save us from this discussion. <laughs> you're, you're our only hope. So, cool, ra- cool ranch Doritos, classic. And I will go with that. Yeah, I'm spaghetti I'm a and meatballs. Guy. <laughs> <laughs> and do you just put your hand right back on the controller after you eat these cool ranch Doritos? No, sir, I do not. Good man. You lick your fingers clean, don't you? You dang right, I do. Yeah. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> all right, Ronnie. Go ahead and lead us with an official topic. Thank you, everyone, who gave random topics for us to discuss very quick-like. We appreciate you contributing to our conversation. So now, Ronnie. I know. Random topic. So Lay it on us. I got the choice to just talk about anything that I want. Anything you want, man. Ugh, it's free range here. This is what Lucas feels like when he comes up with a topic sometimes. I'm going to breathe this in How's for a second. Feel? Freedom! <laughs> Enjoy it's the moment. good. <laughs> pretty good you must feel like this all the time <laughs> yep all right so my That's topic with my family friends <laughs> like so guys what are we going to talk about today i've decided what we're going to talk about today so let's talk <laughs> <laughs> all right so my topic revolves around no surprise public bathrooms or mm. public restrooms <laughs> not to get that confused with actual rooms where people take baths i do not frequent anything like that do those still exist? <laughs> Public baths? Like Roman style? They do in Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Digital baths. <laughs> All, right, All right. So go ahead. my topic is pet peeves in public restrooms. Okay. Now, I think what I want to hear before I give you my list, I gave a top three here. I would like to hear your guys' top pet peeve in the public restroom area. We are going to start with Mark. Top three, water everywhere. (laughs) Everywhere but the dang drain to the sink. Why is everything Uh, wet in there all the time? (laughs) (laughs) Well, have you ever seen, like, especially guys, guys are the worst about this. Like, when they wash their hands, um, and I guess this is with any bathroom, let alone public bathrooms, but when they wash their hands... And they're done to get the water off their hands. They like freaking whip their hands. And so where do you think that water is going to go? <laughs> so you, you don't That's need true. to like whip your hands everywhere. You just do a little shake, I guess, and then go get a paper towel or whatever. Yeah, shaking in and, general and yeah. goes a long way in the bathroom. Just use yeah. the uh, electric dryer <laughs> so you can get the poop particles on your hands. <laughs> and then shake <laughs> 
Mark, going along with your water <laughs> comment, uh, in the public restroom, there's, there's no excuse for urine all over the seat. Like, put the seat up or sit down. It's so gross when there's pee all over That's the seat. That's my number one. Is that your number one? Sorry to steal your thunder. Spoilers. I mean, you're just yep, that's... your your pet peeves are just liquid in general, like water everywhere, urine everywhere. <laughs> oh, gross! It's just gross. disgusting. Yeah, every everything going except where it's supposed to go, um, and and so I don't understand. And I'll go. I'll get back to my number two. Ha <laughs> ha! Number two. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I know. Potty jokes uh, but... are the worst. <laughs> or the best. They are the best. <laughs> they always leave me feeling flushed. Um, hey Hey-o. <laughs> But yeah, so I don't understand. We are grown adults. How how do you miss that bad? Like it's it's awful. It's like it's like all of a sudden you're turning on like one of those super powerful fire engine fire hoses. And you just lose control of it, apparently. Um, and to add to that, what kind of jerk doesn't clean off the seat just, after peeing all over it? Yeah. What kind well, of person does that take? That's that's because it's not in a public restroom. It's not their problem. At least that's what they think. You know, I don't have to clean this up. It's not my job to clean it up. And and I can say that because I was a janitor for eight years. Well, um, I mean, like you see that stuff on the on the ground. You're like, do you not know how to use it? You've been using it for like <laughs> thirty plus years. Get it together, sir. <laughs> True yeah, that. Unfortunately, the the struggle continues. Um, <laughs> I I have I have some horror stories. I worked at a university, and and I've seen some stuff. It's it's someone it's, took it's a number bad. two in the urinal. Ugh. Oh yeah. Oh no, yeah. you happened. said what? Oh yeah, uh, I don't want to get too graphic because I'm sure you know we kind of want to keep our listeners and. Seems and, like we're already there. <laughs> Cheetos, Cheetos well, no. on the fingers I, and controllers was t- bad enough. Now we're talking about poop in the urinal. Come on. Oh, see, see, now there's uh, there's a line that I don't cross. I mean, like Cheetos, you know, I'll eat those in the bathroom, but I won't. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> <Did you laughs> Cheetos in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you this I'm gonna tell you this story. And for anybody who is very squeamish about this kind of stuff, fast forward the podcast about thirty seconds. Thirty seconds to a minute. A minute? Okay? Oh man. All right. Here we go. Well, Ooh, it probably won't be that long. long. So I'd say like thirty seconds. Okay. Um you know, I've seen like where it looks like, you know, they were coming in for a landing and they they swung around and there's like there's like poop on the wall what? and, and yeah yeah on it's that bad yeah around. on the wall were they were on they the in for a landing like painting? from above the stall <laughs> well yeah those are the kinds of questions that i that i have to ask myself because how that happens how, i have no how do idea. you describe they're coming in for a landing like they're what's a <laughs> It like from the top the of the stall? Somebody it's open like up the, it's, somebody open up the stall. I'm coming in. <laughs> it's like they it's like they swung around and like just left a trail. Like it was We have gone it off was awful. the handle here. 
You mean like before they could even get properly turned, they just had to yeah. start taking the number two everywhere. That's what you mean. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, my... You uh... have another one. Honorable mention. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, I won't, go in... I won't go into any more. But after that, my... You know, I told you my number three, top three, was water everywhere. Number one is obviously Urine everywhere. bodily fluids everywhere. Uh, <laughs> number two is how the heck do you miss, although I guess this applies to number one as well, but how do you miss the big hole in the trash <laughs> to throw your paper towels and stuff in? Oh, okay. I see where you're going now. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going somewhere else. <laughs> Yeah, so you get you get uh, the paper towel all over the floor, right? Yes. Yeah. Missing them trash cans. So, that's my top three. Patrick, what do you have on this one? Oh, I don't I don't have like a top three. I have like a top thirty five thousand. Wow. So you really thought about this? You, oh, you need to spend less so time in public restrooms, my friend. Thirty four thousand nine hundred ninety nine. There was a list I had of like 20 plus things that annoys the heck out of me uh, from people that are in the bathroom at work. And it's just like, it's bathroom etiquette. And one of the things that I don't enjoy is when someone tries to spark up a conversation in the bathroom. <laughs> with oh, me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like all it is. You say, if you, you say, hi, bye. That's no. it. Don't say. I don't even. Hey, think how you was your that. weekend? It's like yeah. it's like. Uh, hold on a second. You know, I'm 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 about to pee here. Why don't you hold on a second until we get out, <laughs> and then we can talk. You know, it's like it just. It, it's, what about uh, while you're washing your hands? I feel like that that's an acceptable conversation area. It is. It is like there's a point where you can like when you're washing your hands, but when you're like doing your business, it's like hold on a second. You know, this is my Agreed. this is my personal space. You're invading it right now slow down yeah when there's number one and number two involved i don't even think there should be eye contact like forget no words no eye contact contact. don't don't look at each other like don't even try to look (laughs) at me while i'm going the bathroom like i'm trying to pee in the urinal look forward that wall in front of you you're supposed to stare at it exactly you stare at the wall that's it oh man yeah it's kind of like that that one that one guy that like if you're in the 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 one long row of urinals that nobody's using and that one guy comes right up next to you it's it's kind of like that like that's why why do you need to why lucas Just... does that i guarantee it he calls he sparks <laughs> up a conversation oh, I'm he's like, like he's like i'm trying to make I, a connection i'm like here, alec baldwin you know? in uh what movie is that where he goes up behind the guy and he's like massaging his back while he's going to the bathroom <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what movie is that? that is. Oh, it's uh, <laughs> Along Came Polly. Did you ever see that movie with Jennifer Aniston? Oh, and, uh, with Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and his boss always comes up behind him, gives a little massage while he's at the urinal. That's me right there all the time. I feel like if there's if there's three stalls, Lucas is choosing the middle one, regardless of whether anybody is on the Yep, give you a big pat on the back, make some eye contact, and say, how you doing, my friend? Good job, buddy. Good job, little buddy. <laughs> don't forget to flush. <laughs> you did so, it. You, guys, you did it, man. You did it. <laughs> you guys definitely covered some of my top ones. Um, and the ones I came up with were the ones that I feel like are most excessive and basically the ones that happen the most often and the one that annoys me the most. The first one that happens often is hand washing. Yeah. I don't know what everybody's public restroom rules are, 
but you go to the bathroom, especially in the workplace, and you, then you wash your hands afterwards. And I'm talking an actual wash, not like, uh, I don't know if you ever see those guys that they just put their hands under and it's just like a little bit of water gets on them and they, they sprinkle it, flick the water yeah. off and they're, they're like, they're, like, they're, I'm off, clean. they're on their way. Yeah. Like, I'm not, I'm not sure if you know this, but the bacteria, like the water is not just going to wash away everything. Well, well actually, well, it actually, grows more okay. when you just have water on your hands and you don't put soap or right. anything else on it. See, these guys, are. Th- there's no reason for them to even be washing their hands. They're just. This is just a show to make it look like they wash their hands. But if they just do the water in front of you, they're just basically saying, yeah, I know you saw it. I don't care. <laughs> Pretty well, much. If, they do it, if they're doing it in the workplace, it's like, I know you. Why are you not washing your hands? I see you. And then the well, back of my mind, sure I'm like, yeah, I'm never, your, I'm never shaking your hand. I'm never you're taking touching the same things. You. Yeah, you're each touching the same things in the workplace. So, Eesh. yeah, that's not good. Ugh. The printer, <laughs> the door, yeah. the bathroom, the printer, the water fountain, all of it. Um, and I would think, to be honest with you, like, even if somebody normally does not wash their hands at work, you would at least want people to think that you're a presentable human being and you would wash your hands there just so that they believe then you are a decent person. Anybody else on that? You would. I thoroughly, thoroughly agree. Absolutely. So then my number two uh, is excessive. (laughs) Yeah, number two. Excessive (laughs) noises. So excessive noises in the bathroom. uh, uh, Here's what I'll say. A typical sigh, uh, you know, of relief. Okay, I don't like it, but I'll accept like one sigh at the beginning. <laughs> but excessive sighs throughout the entire process, that's going way overboard. Right? I don't need to hear how relieved you were this entire Thank time. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, some guys are just there and they just keep doing, just keep sighing. Raises! You're like, dude, get out of here with this. <laughs> Who does number two work for? <laughs> you guys talked about no talking already. And I, I, I wrote down no talking at the urinals because like, you have to then straight face somebody if you have to talk at the urinals. And I'm not about making eye contact with people when I'm uh, in the bathroom. For sure. True story. And uh, the last one that I feel like happens all the time at work is – have you guys ever been sitting in a stall next to somebody and you can hear their phone has like the sounds on their keyboard? So like every single click you can hear and it's just going on repeatedly. Oh yeah. To me, that one, that one drives me crazy. To me, like, here's the thing. Um, Mark does this. Oh no, Mark's one of these guys. <laughs> no, 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 Complete, completely the opposite. Um, here's my thing. Like, I think, some of you guys know this about me. I don't know, um, but I deal with I deal with germophobic OCD. Like I take medication for that, and and so like obviously all of these things that we've talked about are <laughs> are very difficult for me to deal with. So that's why I, I told you earlier this is a loaded topic for me. But like I just don't get the idea of sitting on your phone doing whatever i don't i don't ever sit on my doing... phone when i'm going to the bathroom i hold my phone thank <laughs> wow. you wow wow <laughs> i thought that's what phones were for that's how you text <laughs> butt text yeah, yeah. using it all wrong this entire time <laughs> no that's the only time i ever post on our discord channel you're sitting on the pot <laughs> hashtag poop life Wow, that makes any comment you've ever made that much funnier. Um, but no, sitting there 
in the in the stall or whatever on your phone while you're on your phone like to me that is so gross like you are doing all sorts of stuff with your hands in in the bathroom stall mm-hmm. um well you know what i mean but mm-hmm. you know i wouldn't i don't want to touch my phone at that point until after i've washed my hands like that's to me that's just gross um, well, I mean, I feel like you're not really using your hands. Like, you use your hands to pull down your pants to go to the bathroom. But, you know, then if you're just using your phone, it's really no different from you just touching your pants, right? So kind of just like yes. normal. Are you concerned about the poop particles in the air in there? Is that what it was, more or less? Well, it's it's more so like, you know, well, for me specifically, like, I, I, I have a hard time with, touching like the the handles to stalls and stuff like that um so that's a whole different story in itself um but because uh, i always feel like i i do my business like as i'm doing my business i might have myself an apple before i finish up my business so to say i put my phone in my pocket and then not until after i've washed my hands and walked out of the bathroom then i will use my phone again yeah i guess i see i see where that that comes from i just yeah but you gotta be to, careful nah. with the hand dryer if the hand dryer's in there and you have your phone out oh man you're no screwed. that you, you know, never just... have the hand dryer and the phone within a meter or three feet for those who don't do the metric system of each other you gotta have some distance uh yeah there's a there's a there's a like a phase where you can use your phone it's when what ronnie alluded to once you've gone in after you've, you've sat, sat down, down you've you know you're sitting there you have your phone out. Then you, once you've done what you've got to do, you put your phone away, and then you, you know, transition you to the hand up. washing. Yeah. And you do not touch your phone don't in between. Set your, There's no like. Don't set your phone down on, oh, on no. the ground. No, do oh, never, on the ground. Never do oh, that. that's disgusting. There are people that like put like you know newspapers and their stuff on the ground, uh, and badges on oh. the ground. It's just like what, it's like, what, what, what did we just talk the about? The bottom of your feet <laughs> should be the only thing on the ground. That is all. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, like I said, that's a whole loaded topic for me in and of itself because yeah, just using any sort of a public restroom for me was kind of is kind of been an experience and I've gotten a lot better about it. Um, but yeah, I just for me, I don't even, you know, I don't even touch my phone period while I'm in the bathroom. Fair enough. But I can understand that. I can understand that. I try to uh, limit it to where, you know, not a lot of poop particles are going to get on my phone. Yeah, you want to limit that. <laughs> That's usually my main focus. I feel like we've been talking about poop particles way too much this episode. All right. Well, I don't have any more on poop particles, so we're good there. Good. good my stuff. my other one is, have you guys ever been to a restaurant that hands out like, or that has like in the bathroom, it has like cologne, like mints and gum or any combination of those? Oh, yeah. I've only ever, ever seen been? that in airports. Really? Yeah, airports in, in Europe. I've been to a number of bathrooms in Europe where they, they actually have a, a bathroom attendant that will help you in the hand-washing process and will give you mints and all that good stuff. Do you take the mints from that guy oh, in there? Like no. Like, from the bathroom? No. The the Stranger danger. Oh, man. After Stranger you danger. Business, Are like, people taking this? I got this? my own gun. You know what I need? I need a mint. I need, I need a, a bathroom mint. mint. I wouldn't take it even if, he knew uh, the, if, if I knew well, the guy. Well, that's been sitting in the bathroom for who knows how long. Yeah. I would assume the cologne is just bathroom scent. It's recycled. Like, what, what kind of cologne it's is in particles. there? Cologne is what it is. <laughs> what type of mint is this? Urine cake. What? 
<laughs> so, so uh, I don't know if you guys ever listened to Jim Gaffigan. He's a comedian where he's like, he's talking about these mints and the cologne or whatever. And he's like, he's like, oh, oh that smells great. He's like, where'd you get that cologne? He's like, bathroom. <laughs> he's like, oh, where'd you get the mint? He's like, bathroom again. Yes, it's going to freak me out. I would probably pass on all of that. Uh, but the thing that is my biggest pet peeve, and nobody's mentioned it so far, and I may just be crazy, and you guys may not even care. When you're sitting in the stall next to somebody, and you have been for some time, right? You guys have you guys have both been in there for you know a few minutes or whatever, and then you're like, all right, you're ready to go. So you start to unroll the toilet paper. Well, then almost right after you hear the guy next to you unroll the toilet paper, like he's going to finish his job at the same time. That drives me insane because then. Not only have you just sat there and listened to this person's noise and they listened to yours, then you got to come out and face them in the mirror. And I feel like every time I walk out, the only question I can ask them is, so how was yours? It sounded successful. I don't want to come out and face somebody at the same exact time. I want to stagger it so I'm not, I'm not seeing anybody. That's why you, that's what you wait. If you hear that at the same time, you're like, mm, I'm going to sit here for another two minutes. Wait have you ever had it to where they then also wait? You know, oh. Standoff. Stand off. I've I've heard of <laughs> playground politics. I have never heard of bathroom politics. That is way beyond what I've ever experienced. So sorry, Ronnie. I don't I don't think I've ever I hate coming that. out at the same time as somebody else. I refuse. Yeah. I'll wait in there all day. <laughs> but that's pretty much all for me. All right. What uh what other random uh topics do we have? Good luck following that act. Probably. I don't want to follow that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can go into my topic if you don't mind. Please do. I mind. All right. You mind? Okay. okay. Well, you know, I Lucas. won't talk that. Patrick is <laughs> no, oh. <good> Mark. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just trying to brainstorm, like, okay, what am I going to talk about? What 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 random topic? Can I, and then that's when it came to me. Um, we're going to talk about time travel. Oh, Mark, yes. funny you should right. bring up time travel. Ash Ingram had this to ask to help lead in. Oh, what? We have a question about time travel? To help lead you <laughs> into your topic today. Hey, guys. Uh, I hope you're doing good. My question is, if you could time travel and only spend one week there, would you go back in time or into the future? Thanks, guys, and have a great day. So, not trying to step on your toes, Mark, but you and Ash are working together. She evidently went to the future and then sent this message to the past to participate in your topic today. So continue on. We'll discuss Ash's question and, of course, whatever you want to talk about with time travel. She stole my questions. Was this a random question, like not even knowing we're going to talk about time travel? Uh, That is correct. Thank you, Ash, for that. Whoa. All right. Yeah, and I had not even seen that question. Surprise. Ash is on the same page. About that. Awesome. Okay, so before we actually answer Ash's question, uh, I just want to sort of generally go into the subject of time travel and and my fascination with it personally, um, just because I I am a fan of of so many different time travel movies. Just the idea behind it, the the idea of going back and forth through moments in time, being able to either relive things in your past. Or or witness things you haven't seen and you're you've never seen before in the future or sure. meet people, yeah. Um, yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's always interested me, 
and it, it definitely plays out in the type of movies and television shows and and stuff that I that I watch. Um, you know, obviously my my favorite movie is, is or favorite movie series is the Back to the Future trilogy. Uh, Great it's, Scott, it's probably one of the best. Yes, this is heavy, Doc. Um, oh, that was good. So, that's actually that was pretty nice. good. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, that's my one of my favorite movie series of all time. Uh, they did such an incredible job with the the time travel concepts that they unpack in that movie. Um, but uh, you know, movies like that, and and obviously. I'm a big Doctor Who fan, which, you know, the TARDIS, or Tartarus, however you'd like to say it. It's Tartarus. Um, tar- that's how you should Tartarus. say it. <laughs> um, so, obviously, it travels in space and time. And and the Doctor is able to go back and forth, not just into, you know, to different planets um, and stuff like that, but at different points in history where, where um, in this case now, she... Uh, has has met different historical characters like this past season she actually met uh, Rosa Parks uh, and went back during that time uh, which was a great episode um, but just just the idea uh, and 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 obviously back to the future um, Anna and Doctor Who both they do such a great job of of implementing some sort of device that is intriguing for how they get back and forth in time. Like obviously, you know, with the eighties, the DeLorean was kind of like a, you know, this sort of novelty car and they turned it into a time machine. Cause it looks futuristic as all get out. Um, or at least it did back mm-hmm. then. Um, and, and so, um, you know, it was cool to turn that into a time machine. Even doc mentions in the movies i figure if you're gonna build a time machine you better build it with some style right um so yeah um but that all being said um what are some of your your guys's like favorite shows or movies or books or whatever that that deal with time travel i think i have a good one i actually saw this not that uh not too recently ago it was um what was it? Uh, Eleven twenty two sixty three. That miniseries oh, yeah. starring James Franco. Yes, mm-hmm. that was a good show. <clears throat> it's about him going back in time to like stop the assassination of JFK. Um, I thought the whole concept of that um, was awesome, and that miniseries like really like kind of captivated me while I was watching that. It's cool. Nice. Yeah, that would be a great thing because I mean that I'm sure if anybody had a time machine, you know that that would be one of the things they'd want to do is is to go back and stop something that that was bad that happened like i'm sure people would like want to stop you know 911 or or uh the yeah. holocaust or or something like that major tragedies that have that have happened so yeah i mean anybody would want to do something like that how about how about the rest of you uh, i think for me one that maybe outside of the typical like i love back to the future um i like um, what is it? Uh, one of the Harry Potter's Prisoner of Azkaban, where they do a little time travel, and you get in that kind of loop de loop. Yeah, the time yeah, turner. You got the time yep. turner, and you just have this like endless cycle of 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 time travel, where it it makes this loop of crazy stuff happening, where they kind of have to rely on their future selves and past selves to kind of work together to solve a problem. 
Um, but the really the first one that comes to mind that I like not just because it's entertaining, but because I feel it's almost the most realistic form of time travel is Click. You guys watch the movie Click with Adam Sandler? Yes. Uh, I've heard of it. I have so not seen it. So in the movie, he uses a remote control. He gets a remote control from a mysterious figure. And with it, he's able to view the past. He doesn't physically go in the past. Uh, but he's able to view any memory from the past, and then he is able to go into the future. Uh, sometimes unknowingly, he skips like portions of his life, of his life, and it's actually the the whole movie is actually really good, and it teaches a good lesson about like living in the moment. But it feels like to me like the best interpretation of traveling into the future. Because the thing I always get stuck on when people do movies and try to be like, let's travel to the future. Well, the second you leave the present to travel to the future, you can't see anything about yourself because you've just disappeared. And, and the whole idea, the thing that breaks down for me in like back to the future, when he goes to the future and sees himself in the future, that's really impossible because he had already gotten in the car in 1986 or whatever year that happened. And so he totally took himself out of that future. And so he actually wouldn't be able to see himself. So in click, when he travels to the future, it just it kind of goes into default, and he just all of a sudden is in the future, and he's been doing the things he was doing before. But I really like just how it deals with time travel in a very uh, different way with the movie Click. Mm-hmm. For sure, yeah. Um, Patrick, you got any? You got any of favorite time travel movies? Oh yes. Uh, so I'm like you, Mark. Anything that deals with time travel, I am all for it. So I'll watch anything that has to deal with time travel. I'll watch Hallmark movies with my wife that has to do with time travel. She knows that well, she watches, I don't know, like 50, 100 different Hallmark movies during the Christmas season. And whenever she finds one that has to deal anything with time travel, she says, hey, the new one has come out. Let's watch this one. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch it. Whether whether it's like the Christmas one where you you know you do the whole thing where the past, present, future kind of thing. Um, I'll watch those, uh, but the one of the one of my favorite, other than Back to the Future, obviously that's one of my that's one of my favorite movies of all time, is Hot Tub Time Machine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I laugh so hard at that movie when they're old and they go through that time time that uh, time machine in the hot tub and go back to the eighties. Oh my gosh! I love that movie. Um, that one, that one, uh, Bill and Ted's when they go through time. Um, a lot of the comedies that have, have to deal with time, I absolutely love. Did you mm-hmm. get real quick uh, an honorable mention to? Did you guys ever watch the old TV show Quantum Leap? Yes, it is. No, it is quite. No, old. I never watched Quantum Leap. It is. I really enjoy its take on time travel, where a guy in the future is able to possess the bodies of people in the past and help right people's wrongs and kind of change the past by like he's only there for like a a short portion of time and he has like two three days to change someone's past like help someone uh from being murdered or like prevent somebody's death or uh prevent someone from ending their relationship it's actually a really cool show back in the i think it was late 80s early 90s but that that was a cool time one too I think I think one movie that uh, you know you think of Back to the Future, of course, but one of the definitive 
time travel movies besides Back to the Future and, you know, you could argue The Time Machine, the H.G. Wells Time Machine, mm-hmm. um, is the Terminator movies. For sure. Uh, yep. Yeah, for sure. Da-da-da-da-da. Um, and it's, it's interesting, you know, it's it's one of those things like we talked about, you know, they're specifically implementing time travel to uh, stop a bad thing from happening, mainly the the creation of Skynet and all that kind of stuff, and the machines basically taking over the world and all that kind of stuff. Um, apparently, they could not figure how to time travel wearing clothes, though. Because um, <laughs> it seems like every time you go back in time, you got to be naked for some reason, but. Um, you gotta but, be naked and beat up a bunch of bikers and take their clothes. <laughs> Part of the adventure. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's always interesting to see how many like the different ways that people implement time travel. Like you know, obviously Terminator, Back to the Future. I think of uh, X Men: Days of Future Past. Same sort of concept where um, I think it's I think her name is Kitty Pride. Um, she. Um, she basically is able to transfer uh, Wolverine and his body into his consciousness in the past, into his body in the past, um, in order to stop events from happening. Um, so, yeah, I just I just love the way different ways that they implement time travel rules, um, which obviously nothing is is set in stone in terms of rules because you know we really haven't figured out time travel yet. Um, nor may nor will we probably ever but that's okay um but so and just oh okay, go ahead just go ahead. one thing to add to that that 11 series so i listened to the audiobook actually before i saw the uh, actual like mini series version and it was interesting because every time they went back in time in that like series it basically created like a new future. And so every time they went back, they were creating like almost like a wrinkle in time going forward. So there was like all these different like streams of the future uh, that they were like affecting every single time they went back. So I I just thought that was an interesting take. Yeah. It's kind of like the butterfly effect where, uh, you know, if you step on a butterfly in the past, you know, how does that affect things in the future? Um, Also an interesting time travel uh, movie, the butterfly effect. Oh, yeah, I yeah. love that one, too. Uh, there's two different endings. Did you guys ever see the two different endings? Yeah, to I, the Butterfly Effect? I actually didn't see the original it's, ending. I saw the the director's cut or the the, the yeah. one where he goes back to the day he was born. Spoilers. Oh, I did not like that. That was so oh, dark. that was a dark Oh, man. Ending, I, I didn't right? see that That was one. so dark. <laughs> Without I have, truth be told, I haven't seen Butterfly Effect. Is it too? It's oh, not. We yeah. can. We can. Could we spoil it? You think? We are way past the. We are right. Whatever they call it. The, <laughs> like uh, so pretty much this ago. guy. Just right. to give the quick version, this guy can go back in time by reading old letters and diaries, like diary entries that he's written in the past. And so by the end of the movie, he screwed up so many things that he's like, he reads a diary entry from his mom about the day of his birth, and he's able to travel him his consciousness back in time to when he's in his mother's womb. And then he wraps the umbilical cord around himself and kills himself in his mother's womb. The end. That is like the why. That is like the that's because it the not that's the non canonical yeah that's the non canonical like the director's cut version. That's what I saw 
and I didn't realize it. And I was like, this is the worst movie ever. And then I talked to someone like a few days later and they're like, no, that's not how the movie ends. And I'm like, what, what version <laughs> did I get? I didn't like it. It was so dark. And he pretty much just, probably hard to he, believe he'd have the coordination as well, a baby. Yeah, but he had the consciousness. Has, haven't you ever like imagined like if you could go yeah. back in time and like it'd be in elementary school, but have all the, the knowledge that you have now, like you would rock it out. Everything like you, you could now. be like a basketball star in elementary school and like be a football star in you know, those little pop leagues or whatever the Yeah, you just Yeah. You just wouldn't have the motor functions that the, the adult would have. You'd have the knowledge of how to use it. But, but would you? But I mean, wouldn't you have the motor functions if your brain is if working? If you knew you could well? do it, could, couldn't you like help your body like maybe do it faster? Like you would get the motor function faster? Maybe. Maybe, but your I feel like your abilities have would be to severely develop. diminished. Yeah, well, abilities <laughs> would be diminished, but you would know how to do things. And you would know what's possible. I'd be like you could like even in like for example in like a football team, like you would know all of these things. But so you'd basically be able to coach the team, but not necessarily <laughs> be the star <laughs> player. If that makes sense. The coach of the Too high star. school varsity is this eleven-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, okay, so all that being said, now we can jump back into Ash's question, um, So, which, which was basically, you know, uh, w- if, you were, if you had the ability to go travel in time, you know, would you go in the past or the future? Is that, that is correct? correct. For, for one week. Yeah, you have one week. For one week. Well, for me, go ahead. So, uh, I, I think about this all the time, you know, like with time travel, my love for time travel – uh, I would love to go back to when I was 17. 17 uh, was when a lot of things happened in my life that I have fond memories of. Was that 1998? A lot of my high school friends. What, 98? Yes. Yes, nice. Yeah, so 1998. Um, and I was... No, 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 hold on a second. No, that's not right. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, 2000. <laughs> I was like, wait, I'm older than you. <laughs> yeah so two so uh so back when i was 17 in the year 2000 um that's when one i met my wife when we started dating um it was a time where i really i didn't have a job i was just in school um uh i i you know no no responsibilities um i you know everything was quote unquote illegal at that time so it was a lot of fun during that time um, a lot of my friends that I have today were from, you know, that time uh, when I met them. So that was one of my favorite years of my entire life was when I was 17. And I would absolutely love to go back and relive those moments again and again. Um, it's funny because this question, she asked this question because I knew I knew how to answer it right away because I think about it all the time. It was one of my favorite years. Nice, nice. For me, like, I would, man, it's a toss-up. It's a toss-up between um, somewhere in the 80s, just because I would just love to just enjoy what life was like back then, um, the the styles, the music, and all that kind of, I mean, I know I can listen to that stuff now, but um, it just, just seems... windbreakers. Everybody had windbreakers on. That's what it was. Windbreakers Starter jackets and, and windbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> no no hammer pants was 90s it wasn't it wasn't 80s. late 80s want to go 80s was hammer pants no it was 90s early, early 90s. 90s all right fair enough yep uh but uh but yeah um not necessarily just the fashion trends but just like 
I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the fact that, and we've talked about this on the podcast before. I don't know what it is. Like, I was born in the latter part of the 80s, like the last two years of the 80s I was alive. Um, and so for some reason, I, I kind of have always been intrigued for what life was like back during that period of time. Um, you know, and to have musicians like Michael Jackson and stuff like that um, in their heyday. Um uh, it's just incredible to me so i would love to do that or i would love to go to the 60s uh, and spend a week there and enjoy like when the beatles were around and now granted there were a lot of horrible things happening in the 60s um but there's horrible things happening in every decade Fair so enough. Uh, yeah. uh just to let you know fact check though not everyone believes wikipedia uh, Wikipedia does say hammer pants were popularized in the 80s and the 90s. And being the old man in the group, I definitely had hammer pants in the late 80s. Thank you very much. Continue on. Well, they weren't called hammer pants back then, I'd say. <laughs> hey, that's my job, Lucas. What are you doing? Sorry. What are you, you weren't doing? fast enough. Not on top of it. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, it I was would, the 80s. Okay. I would actually my piggyback bad. off of Mark, like, because I took this a different way. It's it's interesting the way Patrick interpreted the question, which is like go back in his specific life to a time in his life. I took it as going back to just a random time, you know, when you would want to go back. And I just thought it would be, um, I guess, kind of take her question a little bit further with her one week. I thought it would be really cool to spend like just a week, like in each decade, um, you know, like starting even like at the 20s and 30s and 40s and 50s, just to get an idea of the way of life then and what it was like, just everyday life back then. I didn't think there was a person that I was like, man, I would really love to go back and meet that person. I think I would just really like to see like from a historical standpoint, how life was like throughout that, that time period. If you could spend like a week in like each decade. Um, but I think if I had to go back to a specific decade, I would definitely go back to the eighties. Like Mark, um, uh, they don't make music like that anymore. No, they do not. True that. No, they do not. Um, so, I was going to say for myself, yeah. I thought actually my first thought was going way back. Um, I would want to go to the week, uh, of, of Easter, like of Jesus's, uh, his life, his death, his resurrection. Like I would love to witness that. Now I do understand that they did not speak English and they did not speak a language that I would even come close to understanding. But I feel like I've read the Bible enough that I would be able to kind of, you know, guess. Now, the problem you run into is I would stick out like a sore thumb. And I would I would yeah, definitely would. like, I, I, it's quite possible <laughs> I would mess with the story. And if there was some way to guarantee that, like, I would be able to lay low and just be able to just see Jesus, see the events, kind of like to see how they played out. Um, like, it's, it's not just like a... a like a daydream of mine to go back and do that. But like, I truly hope that when we go to heaven, that there are like theater rooms and you can pick like, depending on what you want to watch in like super mega HD, the creation of the world, uh, the story of Noah, uh, all the old, old Testament stories, like all the different stories that we read about in the Bible. Like I want to see them in HD, like planet earth, like, like with Morgan Freeman, of course, or, you know, whoever God wants to narrate it to see what actually it looked like, that would just be amazing. So uh, that's my first thought of going that far back. I think that would be hard for me. Like, 
I, I totally understand, you know, the significance of, of, you know, the, the crucifixion and, and the resurrection. Um, and for me as a, as a believer, that's, you know, vital to me, but at the same time, you know, think about like, you know, the passion of the Christ, the movie, the passion of the Christ. Um, and considering that that was only like a small taste of the beating that the 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 suffering that Christ endured that would just be really hard for me to even sort of take in. Yeah, but knowing um, the co- knowing the but context, then of course there's a resurrection. You, just knowing the context, it doesn't. It it can only make your faith stronger to see that. Like you would you would yeah, truly have the perspective of Peter, of Paul, all those guys who saw what Jesus did. Like the reason they were able to do what they did back in the day and like give their lives without any thought of other it's because they saw what Jesus did. And so to see that, like I know I would come back and I wouldn't worry about, I wouldn't cry over spilt milk as the saying goes. Like I wouldn't worry about like, uh, oh my, my kids did something, you know, irritating or, or someone cut me off in traffic. Cockroach yeah. Cockroach crawling on my leg. I would just be like, <laughs> praise the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, I saw what Jesus did. And like for me, it's not a matter of I need True. to see it to believe, but man, to see it would just be so incredible. And you know that would be that would be uh, that's something that I've definitely thought about a number of times. But absolutely. So okay, one final question. Uh, then one final thing to add to the time travel discussion, and then uh, we can move on to another person's topic. But um, so kind of along that same line. Um, if you could visit a historical figure or a person of significance, uh, who would you go back in time to visit? Already covered mine. Jesus. Obviously. Good to go. Yeah, I was going to say, Lucas, you kind of covered yours. <laughs> Two birds with one stone, baby. Efficiency. No, I like yours, Lucas. I, I think I think that would, you know, because I, you know, I interpreted the question a little differently with my life. Um, but if I were to be able to go back all the way back to, you know, 33 AD or 32 AD and, and see what happened throughout that. Um, and see, see one, you know, like the, the struggle and the, uh, you know, all the events that occurred, but also, you know, three days later, you know, see, see what happened. Yeah. I just feel like that would just be so, just be awesome just to see that firsthand you know there's only so many times that you can see it in movies or read in books or read through the bible you know over and over again you hear it um but just to to see it firsthand uh would be absolutely astonishing yeah for sure ronnie uh who would you go back to see yeah when i read when i first read this question um i first thought to myself you know there's not a specific person or uh, there's not a specific person that I would want to go back in more for me. It would be going back through like periods of time when like events happened uh, that shaped this world. So, you know, kind of like you guys are describing, you know, the whole event of that, not just going back to meet one specific person. Um, but a lot of those through like throughout history, um, I, I don't have any specific examples, but I think actually seeing the events that, you know, shape the world, shape, you know, you know, our, our nation or, um, I think that would be more interesting to me to go back and 
and view. Like seeing speeches like the, the Martin Luther King speech or like the Abraham Lincoln speech, things like that, that, yeah, that really absolutely. have turned, yeah, uh, you know, the uh, America around or, you know, things like that. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, that it would be really cool to see stuff like that that has happened that, uh, you know, a lot of the pop culture or now, you know, a lot of people that, you know, they read in history books that these are the big, huge events that have occurred that have shaped our nation. Um, that would be actually pretty cool. I like that. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think from a historical standpoint, yeah, it would be really cool to go back and 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 visit the 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 days of the Bible and 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 obviously meet Jesus first and foremost, but and and the apostles and and all those people who played a crucial role during those times, but the beautiful part is I get to see him in the future True anyway. That. Um sure. yeah. So, but uh but yeah, that would be amazing. But you know, just from a, I guess a more general standpoint, I would love to go back and be able to meet like the early days. You know, like the younger Beatles when all four of them were still alive. Um, to me, to me, I think that would be just an incredible thing to to take in. So if I could, cool. I would I would do that. So good deal. That that is that is my topic. So, who would like to go next? Who's next on the hot seat? I have a less cool topic. Don't why you got to downplay yourself like that? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I see I see what you I see what you oh. did there. And it's about <laughs> <laughs> And the light bulb doom, comes doom, on. Doom, 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 doom. It's about doom, doom, doom. Ice. ice. Not vanilla baby. ice like you're saying. <laughs> It is about ice, not iced tea like Mark thinks. Just the old water turned into solid ice. So, me, I need ice in my drinks. I need it to be filled to the brim. I need it to be top to bottom filled with ice. So, two things. One, so when I drink from the top of it, it's cold. When I use a straw... It's cold. How do you guys like your ice? Do you guys use ice or do you not? I will start by saying when we found out what Patrick's topic was being I ice, did not... that's literally all he gave yeah. us is one word. And that's I discovered it. nothing from his so topic. So I wrote down, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote down, I like ice. <laughs> crust ice is the best. I like ice. I do like ice. crushed ice over cubed ice. I don't. I don't like a warm drink, so I do prefer there to be ice in there, unless it's like a Coke from McDonald's in a styrofoam cup, in which case I can't, you don't even need ice. I can't get on the bandwagon with either of you guys. For one, filling the cup with ice from the bottom to the top. If you do not drink your drink within the first minute. That ice is gonna start diluting your drink like nuts. So, like, preach your, your wait. Let me finish, it. young man. Listen to Grandpa. <laughs> I have something to say. <laughs> Respect your elders. Listen, you're gonna Order dilute your drink, and it's not gonna taste as pure. And then going along with the crushed ice, I do not like how when you use crushed ice, it all floats to the top and forms this layer that quickly turns into like a lid. I like the cube the cube dice always leaves like a little crevice for you to put your straw and uh I just like to use probably a quarter cup of ice to go with mine that's plenty to make it cold enough I don't need to make my teeth hurt my dentures hurt 
that kind of thing. So that's where I stand. <laughs> All right, Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> So I am, so when uh, you're doing when you're when you have ice you don't like if like say it's water right you're not gonna dilute water with well, water okay so that's one drink for one I don't drink I don't drink water <laughs> so do, <laughs> I do I do drink so do water. you throw ice what about ice and orange juice mm. so I've seen you know when you go to a local restaurant sometimes they put ice in the orange juice and sometimes they don't. No. What is your preference in there? No, no, no ice in your orange juice? Juice should be juice. It should not be diluted. It should be pure, as God intended it. Like yeah, but warm orange juice is terrible. I mean... Yeah, that's true. It's not good. I'll usually... I'll put, like, just, like, so one you, piece of ice, and then I'll stir it around until it melts, and then... Uh, we broke them down. Okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, 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 yeah. Here, Here's what I will say. Uh, generally speaking... I am a non-ice kind of person person when it comes to drinks and stuff. Anti-ice. Um, I am anti-ice. Um, because for for one thing, like it makes, for me, um, my, my teeth are kind of sensitive to cold stuff. So like it makes it like really cold and I, I have a hard time. I'm with, with you, brother. Um, if it, if it has, if it has ice in it, I need a straw. Basically. Oh yeah, or you, or um, then yeah, because then you then have to put your lips over your teeth and drink it like this, you know, yeah. and that's not really a, weird. People not don't a like fan. that. I did that all the time not when I was a kid because it hurt my teeth so much. And, don't you guys and, like to eat the ice as you're drinking? Oh, that's the drink, awful. Though? That hurts I my know. teeth. That hurts my teeth. No, negative. negative. Oh, I do it the oh. entire time I'm drinking the drink. You negative. Yeah, you do that, and it hurts my teeth just hearing it. Yeah, like. Oh, you guys and your weak teeth, I guess. Um, but also. Um, generally speaking, um, unless you're getting it from like the store and if it's been sitting out or whatever, like sodas and stuff like that, usually like if it's like a restaurant or whatever, um, and you're getting it from like the fountain or whatever, um, typically that's refrigerated. It's already cold. It's not like, True that. it's not like super ice cold. Sure. Don't, you know, but it's already refrigerated. So to me, that's okay. Um, that's cold enough for me. Um, and, and, and thirdly, it makes me think of, have you guys ever heard of Dimitri Martin? He's a comedian. He's my, Dimitri he's my Martin. cousin. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, so it makes me think of like, whenever you try to tip the cup up and the ice is like, hold, hold, hold. Oh, and it hits you in the face. <laughs> oh gosh, that's the worst. <laughs> and you're like. No, you gotta casually like shake you the do. drink before you know you every do. drink. You know, just to get the loose. I can't up tell you ice. how many times I've tipped the the cup back and be like, "It's gonna stay. It's gonna stay right in my face, like just all over me." It's the worst. <laughs> See, you guys need to get one of these things that uh, it's uh, steady what, now. Yeah, you gotta get, you guys gotta get one of these tartaruses that like holds the water. Cold Did you say tartaruses? Like, Ten hours. Is this a, the tartaruses? Yes, this this the tartarus cup. Yeah, you gotta get this uh, <laughs> that keeps it all cold. You know, this ice is just. In, just so we're clear, nobody can see that listening to this. You just keep saying this. Yeah. This here. This here. This. You know. You know, a thermos like these this. Things here. <laughs> uh, I forgot. I forgot no one's watching this. Good call, Grandpa. Let's explain how technology works, okay? So, we're a podcast. Where's the any key? I don't see that anywhere. Let's <laughs> screenshot those, this now and post it somewhere. For those listening right now. Patrick is currently holding an orange thermos. No, it's a Tartarus orange. It's like a Yeti tartarus. cup. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a Yeti cup. It's a Yeti cup. These these things are you can find them anywhere. Now, Mark, to get us back on track with the ice thing, I will say, uh, and this is this is actually it's not a confession, but to go actually in support with Patrick and Ronnie and the ice thing, with Pop, I do usually have to put a few pieces of ice in order for it to uh, fizz a little bit and dilute because I find that pure Pop burns the throat a little bit. Uh, going down, so uh, see, I'm I like okay with to that. I like to kind of dilute it a little bit so it doesn't burn so much. My son, he is so sensitive to pop that he still will not. He's six years old, and he has yet to enjoy a good like glass of Coke or anything. Like he, the times we've had him try it, be like, hey, why don't you try it this time? He's <clears> like, <throat> he's like Gollum, and he's like, it burns, it burns. Like he goes. He goes nuts. He's like, it hurts us, precious. Why does it hurt us? That's what he acts like all the time. It's ridiculous. So, Lucas, you said you said pop. Does everyone here say pop or soda or soda pop? That's I do not say pop. What do you say? I say soda. So we we generally say pop here in our area, Patrick. But I did find out um, a long time ago. My stepbrother lives in St. Louis. Him and his family. And they come in like a couple times a year or whatever. And every time we say pop, they basically all like start giggling. Like we're just a bunch of hillbillies to say pop. <laughs> what do they say? They say soda? They say soda. That's weird. They think pop is like the most redneck thing ever. I wouldn't say that. I, I mean, I've heard it said before because originally it was called soda pop. So either way, you're not, you're not wrong. Now my... <laughs> My grandfather, I remember, uh, he would always call any kind of soda tonic, which is weird because tonic is you know, tonic, you think gin, like tonic water, tonic, like yeah. seltzer water. Yeah, um, but yeah, he would he would basically refer to any sort of soda as tonic. Now here, I'm gonna um, start doing that. Let from me, now on. hey, hey, you guys, want to go get some <clears throat> some tonic? I want to share the word <laughs> for pop or soda in Brazil, and let me tell you, I wish I could say soda or pop here. It's refrigerante. Uh, it's literally yeah. a refrigerant. They call pop a refrigerant. So now they do sometimes will say hefty to shorten it, but it still is like, man, can I just get a pop? Give me a Coke. <laughs> like it just, uh, I remember the first like year I was here, I was like, I would like a refrigerantry. Like I would just hack it up. I'd be like Coca, just Coca-Cola. Give me a Coca-Cola. I don't care. So... <laughs> Yeah, it's wow. much more complicated here for pop. Well, that's it. Uh, that's it for my ice topic. Ice topic. Lucas. All right. Well, to wrap things up, guys, I wanted to talk about our very first memories or the very first memories that impacted our lives or that we thought were significant. Um, I'd really like us to share the earliest possible memory we can think of, but sometimes that's difficult. So if you need a little encouragement on thinking of a, a memory... Uh, it can be your very first memory of a family member. Uh, it could be very first memory of a friend. Um, for me, my very first memory is when I was four years old. Um, and it's my first memory of my mom as well. Uh, but I was uh, at my grandma's house, and she had a dog named Flaxton. And he was a cute little guy uh, that was kind of like a terrier, a larger terrier mix and he was going to eat his food for the evening, and I decided that I was going to pretend that I was also going to eat my eat his food as well. And when I did that, 
he did not appreciate me getting close to his food, and he started to growl at me. Well, me being four years old, I thought he wanted to play a game, so I decided to growl back at him and proceeded to get closer to his food. And I think my mom saw me doing this to the dog and immediately grabbed me because right when she grabbed me, it was like a slow motion like movie, and the dog went to bite at my face, and my mom grabbed me and picked me up and put her in her arms, and she proceeded to kick the dog, and then I giggled because yeah, it's a dog. It was Jeez, the dog's fault. Lucas. I was four years old. Okay, <laughs> I did understand that it was my fault, but you know what are you going to do? You're four years old, so that was my very first memory. How about you guys? Who has a first memory they want to share? My very first, yeah. I my very first memory. I was also four. It was my fourth birthday, and I remember. Um, I only remember two gifts though. The first gift that I remember was I got like a, a red, like tracksuit, and I'm like, I don't know what I got. I got clothes for my birthday, but then the second uh, gift that I opened was a Ghostbusters proton pack. Nice. And yeah. I put that. I put. Yeah, so I got the backpack and everything, and like the the gun that came came along with it. It had like a big, huge, long yellow foam piece. Lucky that you stuck in the in the in the front of it, and then you had that like little gun trigger that made that sound like. Oh yeah, so that's classic. Uh, yeah, I, I remember that, that was my first memory of playing with a Ghostbusters proton pack. I was I was so pumped with that one. I have like I have like fragments of of memories from when i was very young uh i can go pretty far back i want to say i had to have been two or three and i think it was one of my birthdays and we were in my grandmother's backyard um and i just have this vision like this picture in my head of of all these people in the backyard and um i want to say i was in some sort of a I don't think I would have been in a high chair, so I'm not sure. Like it's some sort of a, a fragment of a memory of 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 one of my birthdays, um, and and then I have memories of, uh, going to the the movies. I remember going to the movies with my grandmother to go see uh, uh the movie Homeward Bound. Oh, classic! You remember that movie? Yeah. Love that. Yeah, movie. yeah. I remember seeing that in the theater and it was like a, a cheap like two dollar theater so like homeward bound had already been out for probably like six months when we went there and i remember the 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 floor was like sticky as all get out but but yeah those, those uh, like i said coming back from the bathroom oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and that made the, the yeah, grossest sound where it's just like, <laughs> like your foot oh that was yeah like somebody gorilla glued correct. the ground. That's where they actually got gorilla glue, <laughs> yeah. to, glue to make it. They just scrape it off they there. They just scraped it off the ground exactly. in the movie theater. They sell it at Lowe's. That's an interesting theory. <laughs> the origin of gorilla. Um, so my earliest memory is I remember my dad teaching me how to tie shoes, how to tie like a knot for shoes. And I remember sitting down in front of him being really, I was really young. I, I don't remember the exact age that I was, but I remember, I think the reason that it stuck out in my head is my dad's shoe was gigantic. Like it was like the shoe of like Godzilla yeah. when I was younger, right? Just this massive shoe. You're like, whoa, like this is awesome. So you know, I'm like learning how to tie on this really giant shoe. 
And uh, it's funny, and, and you know, it's funny now in, in retrospect because his foot is like an 11 and a half, which is a pretty large shoe. But like my, <laughs> like my shoe is like I wear a 13, um, like sometimes a 14, depending on like the actual brand of shoes. So, but back then, like it was just massive shoe. Like you know, when you go to the shoe store and you see this like big dummy shoe, which is like a size I don't know 25. Like, that's what <laughs> yeah. it looked like to me, like when I was a little kid. Um, so I think that's why it, why it always stood out. This is a really big shoe trying to learn how to tie shoes. That's funny. Yeah, one of my other memories, my first memories was of my dad also. And I remember when uh, when I was really little, we would, you know, play wrestle. And I remember one of the first times he let me win. But in the moment, I thought I had actually beaten him. Like I had held him down and, you know, he had given up. And I was like, yes. And it wasn't, I think it was years later. I was just thinking about that memory and all of a sudden like the light bulb came on and I'm like, he let me win. I didn't actually beat him. <laughs> I think I confronted him and I'm like, did you <laughs> let me win? He's like, son, are you serious? And I'm like, I thought I won for real. <laughs> like I never had the, you know, finding out that Santa Claus isn't real and, you know, finding out the tooth fairy isn't real. Those were never shocks to me. Like I, there was always a part of me that thought that, you know, they weren't real. And sorry for those that are listening with their kids and their, if I, I hope I didn't, you know, give any spoilers to someone. So anyways, uh, <laughs> you definitely did, <laughs> uh, probably did scarred for life. You're welcome. So going back to Ash's question, if you want to go back in time <laughs> before you knew that Santa wasn't real. Yeah, that's pretty much where I would go. But yeah, that's one of my earliest memories of dad. Uh, another memory that I wanted to see if you guys could remember, do you guys remember the first day of school? And if you do, what do you remember from that first day of school? I remember I had a Flintstones backpack, um, and I remember um, walking down to the bus stop. And the funny thing is, like, I didn't even like the Flintstones all that much, and and <laughs> for some reason I had a Flintstones backpack. But um, and then I I don't remember actually going to school. I do well. I do have a brief memory. I don't know for some reason my my memory is really fuzzy from when I was little. For some reason I don't know why, but. Um, but uh, I remember briefly like sitting in my classroom and listening to the morning announcements or whatever. And then I remember coming home and I had this like this notebook that my mom had gotten me for school, uh, which is funny because like first graders don't take notes. Um, so I don't know why I needed a right. notebook, but uh, but uh, she uh I came in the house and she's like, so do you have any homework? And I was like, oh, and I thought I was in trouble because I thought I was supposed to have homework and we didn't have homework at all. So I, I was like, yeah, yeah, I've got homework. And so I immediately went to that notebook and, and like scribbled some sort of nonsense. And I was like, yeah, I did it. I did my homework. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> I don't remember anything about my first day of school. The only thing, oddly enough, I can remember is like the layout of my kindergarten classroom. Oh, yeah. Like I can't even remember my teacher's name from kindergarten, but I can remember the layout of that classroom. Um, like for whatever reason, that memory sticks in my head. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember my first day of, of school either. Um, I do remember, like you said, the layout of my classroom. Um, there were a couple people who were in my kindergarten class that I graduated with, uh, in high school. Uh, but uh, man, I, I can't remember, you know, the, the, those kindergarten days. 
Yeah, for me, the first day of kindergarten and the first day of first grade, like the first day of real elementary school, like kindergarten for me was in a separate school, and it was actually only like a five-minute walk from my house. Um, and so I remember that first day, we all, my uh, my friends and I with our moms, we walked to the school. It was like five, ten-minute walk. And I remember my mom bawled her eyes out. And it was like out of a Hallmark movie, just like, don't go, I'm going to miss you so much. And I was like, okay, mom, I'm going to go now, bye. And like pretty much the neighbor the, the neighbor ladies had to like drag her away. It was a very dramatic moment. But I remember so vividly meeting my like school friends that I had through most of you know elementary, middle school, and high school. Um, I met a couple of the boys and we immediately hit it off. We started building a structure with blocks and one of these girls walked up and knocked our block structure down and just said, you're stupid. And then ran away. And I immediately knew that girls had cooties and that girls were evil from that point on (laughs) until about middle school. And then you married married a girl. Uh, and then I remember middle school. Jeez. Yeah, it lasted for... That scarred me. I did not like girls. No, actually, that's not true. I I liked girls in second or first grade. But anyways, uh, in first grade... (laughs) Another topic topic of discussion for later. (laughs) My first crush. Um, In first grade, I remember the first day of school because I rode the wrong bus uh, to go home. And I wound up taking the bus to my dad's business that he was he was doing renovations on a building he had just bought to open up a pharmacy. And I've I I landed there and my dad was like, what are you doing here, son? And I'm like, I rode the wrong bus. And he's like, your mom's going to uh, have a heart attack. And I'm like, I hope not. Well, what's funny is, is my neighbor at the very same time was filming her son coming home from first grade and I was supposed to be there. And so my friend Matt gets off the bus and my mom's there and you can hear my mom in the background go, where's Lucas? (laughs) And and my friend Matt's just like, I don't know. He didn't get on the bus. And she's like, oh my gosh. And she yells and runs off and gets in the car. And she eventually tracked me down, but it was very momentous and traumatic experience for my mom. Both first days of school, kindergarten and first grade. It's funny you say that because now that I'm older, I know that my mom on my first day of school followed the bus. Are you serious? She way. stalked you. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, she did. She did. She was uh, she was really freaked out, so she followed the bus in her car the whole ride yeah. to school. <laughs> she said she said when she got home, she just sat in the driveway and she was all sad and cried a little bit. Um, but yeah, it, it is funny. Uh, apparently, she followed the bus. The that whole is way, funny. So. Well, I, I really love memories. I love talking about memories. I, I met a person, well, I know a couple people that they don't remember, they don't have any memories before like 13 or 14 years old. And so I cherish like all the memories I have. And so I think it's fun sometimes to, to talk about such things. Uh, but guys, this was our very first potpourri of topics, uh, talking about random stuff, whether it's bathrooms, time travel, ice or our first memories we've just talked about it and survived it Ooh, uh that, that randomosity some good stuff so as we wrap things up as we get to the end uh do you guys have any final thoughts inspirational thoughts dad jokes music to share mark boucher uh what do you got for us to close things out all right guys so got three songs to add to the uh good morning guys morning playlist 
that is the name of the the playlist you have to specifically type in the good morning guys morning playlist because i know somebody had asked about that uh you can look that up hi, on Sheldor. spotify um hi sheldor um but uh so the three songs that i have to add tonight are uh first of all led zeppelin's immigrant song which i don't know if you know guys know that song if you heard it you'd probably know it it's that oh yeah snow white's snow white's uh, theme from shrek 2 i love that song yes and they also used it in uh thor ragnarok um and uh so i figured it was fitting since you and i are playing god of war um and that song's all about vikings and and norse norsemen yep uh that i would throw that in there um and then the other ones are just kind of random ones songs that i like to fit our randomosity uh for can you put some uh Um, vanilla ice in there too in honor of patrick i will make sure to add vanilla ice (laughs) i can't believe i'm adding him to the place i I would prefer it to be go ninja go ninja go but you can do whatever vanilla ice song Yes, that we one can, for we sure. Can do, we can do Go Ninja Go. Sweet. Okay. Um, so in addition to Led Zeppelin and Vanilla Ice, um, I'm going to add Jason Mraz's song, You and I Both. That's just a nice little song. And um, the last song I'm going to add is the song that has probably the most epic drum part in the history of all songs. And that is the song In the Air Tonight by uh by phil collins nice so it's just oh. like that just that that one moment that everybody's doing that they're pretending to play the drums in that moment every time nice. you hear that so like mike tyson in the hangover yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh enjoy those additions and i hope you guys are enjoying the good morning guys morning playlist all right Anybody else? Mm. I have one dad joke. Yeah, bring it. And it's going to be Do a, it. a little taste of the kind of dad jokes you're going to hear on my Overwatch stream. So do you know who Lucio is? He's the character in Overwatch that is the music man. He uh, rides around on roller skates and he has he, he has a lot of emotes he has. It has to do with music. So here's a dad joke. Why is Lucio... Not allowed in the produce section. Because he's always dropping beets. Oh! I love beets. They're so tasty. (laughs) All right. That's it. Fair enough. Well, uh, that's all we have for this good morning. Hope you'll join us next week when uh, Ronnie will probably disappoint us for the 10th time. Patrick will execute some fake news and Mark will sing us a song. At least I hope. Spoiler. Remember. Spoiler alert. Remember, there are a number of ways to go beyond listening. You can connect with us as a podcast on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, The Good Morning Guys, or the GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next morning, or the next week, in the morning, afternoon, evening, or night on podcast services around the globe. Pat, Mark, and Ronnie J, and you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives lives as you live, work, and game. May neighbors respect you, trouble neglect you, the angels protect you, and heaven accept you. Until next week, bottom of the night to ya. One, two, three, four.
was hoping you would say that. Let's you need to see. redo that and say it in an Irish accent. Redo. All right. I can redo. I can't just That's fine because I totally jacked up like half of what I said. So. And I totally forgot that that thing I was gonna say about Ronnie involving Superman. Uh-huh. What's uh, that? Yeah. Oh, you it's did. Kind of it's kind too late it now. It's a little yeah. late. It's kind of... too late. It's it's the fact that the 40th anniversary of that movie coming out was you on missed Saturday. an opportunity, Ronnie. Extra disappointed in you. Shame, mm-hmm. shame. We know your name. What anniversary is it? It's the 40th anniversary of the. That's the good. Movie. I was Superman's. shooting for the 41st anniversary, actually. <laughs> Fake news. You're going for the fiftieth. All right. Uh have a moment of silence and then I'll start with uh well that's all for this good morning. You don't need to do it. It's fine. come on. No, I've already I've already sucked myself out. I have to do it. All right, here we go. Okay. Well, that's all for this good morning. Remember there are a number of ways to go beyond listening. Connect with us as this podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. The Good Morning Guys or the GMG Podcast. Beyond that, we look forward to talking at you again next week in the morning, afternoon, or night on podcast services around the globe. Pat, Mark, Ronnie J, and you listeners, our friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. May neighbors respect you, trouble neglect you, and the angels protect you, and heaven accept you. Until the next week. Bottom of the night to ya. Yeah, totally killed that one. There it is. <laughs> that was a yeah, good one. That was a good one. Yeah. <coughs> That's, That's a keeper. keeper. We will keep it. We'll keep it.